Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911 on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Ruben Abba, Jesse Romero, Two Man Car coming to you today. And we've got some good shows on. Good morning. Reporting for duty, sir. Ruben, I'm 10A, buddy. All right, man. You got a little bug in your throat? Yeah. I uh, I went to, to Kansas to visit my young son, mm. and it was uh, single digits. Oh, and, wow. And I didn't, uh, I didn't dress for the occasion, so to speak. <laughs> so I, I brought back home just a simple cold. <laughs> not, uh, it, it's not Omicron. It's just a simple cold. That's all it yeah, is. That still exists, huh? Yeah, it still exists. And we don't panic over it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh, what does your mom? What your mom would be telling you? Put some Vicks on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> some va- vaporu. Oh, vaporu. Ponle Vicks. Yeah. <laughs> we came for the same. Yeah. <laughs> we came yeah. for the same school. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or she, she'd brew up some some teas, right? Manzanilla or yerba buena. You ever went uh, manzanilla? Oh gosh. You're making me laugh, bro. These are these are good. These are actually good memories. Yeah, I used to think my I used to think my mom was a witch doctor because she had all these concoctions, you know. My mom, all my other friends, they take Nyquil or they take you know. And, and, and you're putting vaporub in my nostrils. Yeah. yeah, I bet you some of our listeners can relate to that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Hey, Ruben, um, we have George Soros-backed prosecutors all over the country. And, uh, you know, what, gum, what comes around goes around. These people are, they're basically plants, George Soros plants. Right. And it's good to see when some of them start getting caught. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, I like the wheels of justice turn slowly, but they grind to find powder. Baltimore State's attorney, the top cop there, Marilyn Mosby, was indicted Thursday by a federal grand jury of four felonies related to her purchase of a home in Florida. So she's among the first law enforcement officials, Mosby, supported by left-wing billionaire George Soros in his quest to remake the criminal justice system in the United States. And we're seeing the effects of it. Los Angeles, Phoenix, we got a George Soros-appointed DA as well, Mm -hmm. New York. So federal prosecutors, they're alleging that, (coughs) that Marilyn Mosby, Baltimore State Attorney, lied to falsely obtain a withdrawal from her savings account based on a policy related to the coronavirus pandemic. And, uh, it, you know, it, when you look at her salary, you're going to say, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're going to you're going to basically throw away your great job, your good career for, you know, some, some a little bit of extra money. She's also accused of lying on a mortgage application for the home purchase. Uh, investigators subpoenaed financial records for Mosby, Mosby and her husband, City Council President Nick Mosby. I can imagine the scam that goes on between those two guys. Mm-hmm. So Mosby's running for re-election in June for a third term as Baltimore State's attorney. Of course, she's denied any wrongdoing. She got a lawyer. Her lawyers are saying this is racism. She's being blamed because it's, these are racist charges. Yeah, right, right. So here, here's the allegations. Prosecutors say she asked for a withdrawal of $40,000 from her city retirement account based on what she said was a financial hardship based on the coronavirus pandemic. 
How, how can you be going through a financial hardship if you work for the government? Mm-hmm. You get you get your check every 15th and 30th regardless. Contrary to that claim, prosecutors said that at the time her salary had increased by $10,000 to $248,000. Ruben? Wow. Man. You know, so like you said, that she's that her attorneys are blaming it on on racism and and whatnot, and you know she's she's also faced criticism when she announced in March 2021 that she was no longer going to re- prosecute prostitution, drug possession, and other crimes she referred to as low level offenses. And uh, Republican Mayor or uh, Maryland Governor um, Larry Hogan called for an investigation on Moby's policies. policies. And um, if she's convicted, she could face up to five years in prison for each of the two counts of perjury and up to 30 years in prison for each charge of making a false statement. Now, she's um, her she, when she came into office, she was well best known for that. It What fell in her lap was the Freddie Gray uh, case. Freddie Gray was a, a, a African-American young man that uh, was was arrested by police officers and he uh, he. he didn't go easily, but they had to put him in a van, and and in that van there was, and people were coming at him. There was there was like crowds trying to uh, lynch the prisoner from the the officers. And um, in any case, long story short, he's put in the back of the van. He's face down, and um, he he ends up smacking his head around. They believe it was self inflicted, but he, uh, you know, Marilyn Mosby charged or uh, indicted all those officers six officers involved wow and uh it was you know this was 2015 he eventually the federal uh a federal attorney a federal uh, judge threw it out saying that he was not going to charge him it was lack of of evidence so it kind of looked like it was you know pie in her face that uh, she was going on a rampage in, on these press conferences and she's you know she's friends with the the obamas and and um she she really looks up to Kamala Harris and and so she, that was all thrown back in her face and and so this this Freddie Gray died of a spinal injury and uh, what happens you know after that um, she goes on to to, to do a, a George Soros's dirty work trying to reform police the police uh, departments and and when they say reform it's not to improve <laughs> typically reform means to get it better. This is they're trying to to keep the crooks crooks on the streets. You know, some of the things that they're charging, they're alleging is that she took Jesse. She, she she's gone on 23 trips during 2018, 2019. Um, and, and these are like gifts that she's accepting. Baltimore's top prosecutor defended the amount of traveling she's done, which includes trips to Germany, Portugal and Kenya. OK, um, then she, she's she's also. Uh, she received roughly thirty thousand in free travel between the, the, that time. Um, just trying to hit some of the highlights of this. She, she's um, well when they're digging into her 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 mess here. This her and her husband are both, you know, they're they're taking money uh, apparently as they're not being transparent with the the, the amount of uh, money that is being donated to their office. So for it's. There's money and, now missing. They, and now they got caught. Yeah, there's money. There's money missing, and and uh, they're not. Uh, they they actually owed the, the IRS forty five thousand dollars that had been pay, paid for many many years. You and I couldn't do that, you know. From twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen, they owed forty five thousand worth of unpaid back taxes. Uh, just when this came out, then they started, you know, trying to uh, uh, clean it up. So uh, they they they've paid back those taxes uh, recently, and uh, they're trying to. 
you know, wash their hands of this, but uh, I don't, this, I don't think this is going to go away. And I find it hard to believe that during uh, this administration that they're going to go after one of their own. It's, they also met Jesse. They met with uh, Biden's uh, his team of prosecutors to see if they could, you know, uh, cut this and, and work uh, out a deal. Work a deal out. Yeah, yeah. Ruben, it, all of this comes down to every single person. When you give people a lot of power, you know, uh, if they're not rooted in Jesus Christ, that power makes them. It's they get drunk with that power. Yeah. And Marilyn Mosby and her husband are classic examples of black Americans that don't know Jesus Christ. When you know Jesus Christ at a deep, profound level, when you love him and he's the center of your life and you identify everything you are as I am in Christ and I only do things through him, with him and in him. When that's your when that's the way you identify yourself. There's no way you're going to do things like this, Ruben. Mm-hmm. But this is this is the state of the United States where many Catholics and Protestant Christians have not had an authentic conversion to Jesus Christ. And that's why their moral compass is broken. It's dark. Their intellect is malformed by a Marxist education. And, uh, and they think that they can get away with things like this because they think that they're entitled. Again, uh, again, there's just two teams on planet Earth, as First John three ten says, the sons of Satan and the sons of God. And you can tell who the sons of Satan are by how they act and what they do. Exactly. Yeah, Jesus said that uh, I, I'd rather that you be um, hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I'm gonna spit you out. <clears throat> and uh, Marilyn Mosby has in 20, 2018, 2019, there was a report found that she was away from work for 144 days. There was one month where she spent six days in office. <laughs> so I, I don't know. You and I couldn't have gotten away with that. Imagine if you didn't show up for, uh, you know, at the sheriff's department, Jesse, for 144 <laughs> days, <clears throat> you would have burned, all, you would have burned all your time. And, um, you know, we, we weren't given lavish gifts to, uh, to, to make things go away and, and, uh, find favor with, with her office. And, and, and this is what some of these elites are trying to do. And, I'm glad that she's she got caught and it couldn't happen to a nicer person. She was yeah. uh, she was very when you see some of those press conferences pro, the, during the Freddie Gray case, she was she was uh, she could be very nasty. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. She doesn't have a filter in her mouth. Yeah. And again, all that comes from <clears throat> those types that type of evil design and th- that that type of uh, non-filter in your mouth that comes from a person. And again. Talking about the blacks, I remember the blacks, Ruben, when I was growing up, they their lives revolved. They had large families, and their lives revolved around their little Protestant church. They went there every Sunday. They all sang their Negro spirituals, and uh, and that was basically the center of their family life. Not no more. The center of black life is these black gangster rappers that is now the new church, and all they do is dump filth. And, uh, and, and, and horrendous messages, uh, you know, between their ears. Mm. Let's pray for them. Um, yeah. Jesus, come help us. Amen. Amen. We'll be right back. Jesus 911. Now. 
back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. We are back, Jesus 911, where iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. And we're going to switch gears and, and talk about another story, which kind of it, it pains me to even have to <laughs> admit this is happening in our public schools. But the parents uh, of some California um, schools have have sued the state uh, for requiring Aztec prayer in, in public schools. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. You know, they, it, it, back in the early uh, 70s, they were... Uh, they were really coming down on us for for praying to God, praying, uh, you know, our, with our faith. And now, what they've done is introduced a different type of prayer. And we know there's only one God. So who who are they praying to when they pray to these these Aztec uh, prayers? They're praying to even the yeah yeah even the article admits that they're praying to Satan. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So the California California Education Authorities they got sued. And they've they've agreed to drop a policy encouraging public school students to pray to Aztec gods in a response to a lawsuit filed months ago by very angry parents. So the only re- the only reason they're going to stop it is because they got caught and sued and lost. Had that not happened, this would continue, and your kids in California public schools would be taught to pray to Aztec demons. Uh, it says among the Aztec religious practices were cutting out of the human hearts and the flaying of victims and the wearing of their skin. Okay? Mm. We, call that, we call that cannibalism, by the way. Uh, uh, the top, the, for the Thomas More Society, a national public interest law firm, said the Aztec prayers at issue which seek blessings from and the intercession of these demonic forces. I'm glad they called it like it is because yep. these, Catholic, these are Catholic lawyers who are well-formed, so they're not, they're not going to you know, play tiddlywinks here. The kids were not being, they were not being taught this as poetry or history, but they're being taught this as prayer. Mm-hmm. Rather, the California State Board of Education, their nearly 900-page ethnic studies model curriculum, ESMC, instructed students to chant the prayers for emotional nourishment. After a lesson that may be emotionally taxing, or even when student engagement may appear to be low, the idea was to use them as prayers, said Jana, one of the lawyers for the plaintiffs. Now, Ruben, most of the kids in these schools are either Roman Catholic Christians or Protestant Christians. So they believe in the God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So if you really want to be ethnically, uh, you know, uh, enculturating, why don't you t- have them and, 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 and prompt them to pray to God the Trinity in school? Since 90% of these kids are either Catholic or Protestant, and that's who they believe in. But no, instead, they're being taught by the public school system to pray to these demon gods. Ruben? Yeah, so we know in Scripture, you know, that it says that the the, the gods of the of the pagans are Gentiles. demons. The, yeah. the, the Gentiles are, are, are demons. So um, what they're asking, what they're doing, Jesse, if I'm not mistaken, they're, they could be opening up a... a Absolutely. Absolutely. These, these children, they go home and they, they've opened up doors and, and portals that, that <laughs> you know, the evil one comes in and and these kids are a mess, you know, and a hundred percent Ruben. And if anybody wants to see how wicked the Aztec culture was, rent the movie and watch the movie Apocalypto that was made by Mel Gibson. 
and you will see what type of savagery we were dealing with 500 years ago. Me, as a, as a you know, as an American of Mexican descent, I want nothing to do with with the Aztec past. There's nothing that I find redeeming that I would want to embrace and say, "Oh yeah, my roots are from Mexico through my mom and dad." No, I accept I accept those things that are found in my roots that uh, that are going to make me uh, build me up in virtue, that are going to push me to what's beautiful and good and true. For example, what do I accept from uh, my Mexican uh, parents? Our Lady Guadalupe, St. Juan Diego, Roman Catholic Christianity, uh, you know, uh, fighting for your faith, the Cristero movement, uh, the great Mexican food out there. There are things that I 100% embrace and accept for the, 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 the way, uh, again, their devotion to the rosary, praying on their knees, penance. There are things that I totally embrace from the Mexican culture, but there are things that I totally reject. And one of them is the Aztec culture, the affirmation and the chants, et cetera. Right, right. I, I, I kind of like the, the fact that, uh, you know, most, ca- uh, most uh, Hispanics are tall. We're, you know, we're all tall, right, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're all under six foot is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the article was on to say that the ESMC... Um, that's the uh, the ethnic studies model curriculum. Um, they contain a section on affirmation, affirmation, chants, and energizers. Among these was the Inlac Etch affirmation, which calls upon five Aztec deities. I don't know if I can pronounce these. Dex, Texcat Lepoca, God of the Night. Quetzalcoatl, God of the Morning and the Evening Star. Hitzelopochit, God of Sun and War. Zaiptoke, God of Spring. Unabku, God of the Universe, and the pagan prayers address the deities both by name and traditional titles, recognize them as sources of power and knowledge, invoke their assistance, and offer thanks. Can you imagine a public school is teaching kids to, to pray to these? There are demons. There's no other way to, there's no other way to identify this. Yeah. And Ruben, this is in, in view of all the bad things that are happening with uh, what did we have uh, years ago that was uh, Common Core? And now we're dealing with, uh, you know, yeah. critical race theory, gender studies, queer studies, mm-hmm. uh, values clarification. And now we have this new ESMC. You know what they're always doing? Here's what the liberals are always doing. <clears throat> when they get in power, they create these these extra offices that that nobody votes them in. Right. They just they just create these offices within their within their governmental structure. Yeah. So nobody voted them in, and then they start making policies that affect people. Mm-hmm. Again, they were voted in. You can't vote them out. Uh, this is kind of like the whole uh, you know CDC and uh, the FDA. Yeah. These are government structures created by the government, and now Fauci, for example, he's beholden to nobody. And, and, and the presidents fear him because he'll just say, you're not a, you're not a doctor. You don't know what you're talking about. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. It, it's happened in education. They make these, these government structures within the structure uh, that are untouchable. We can't vote them out. We can't vote them in. Right. And so and they just create uh, – it's just like free money for these people. They create jobs for these people. So they, you know, they're getting paid and, and uh, nobody's aware of it. They're like you said, Jesse, this is stuff like under the radar. So, but uh, whenever they are in power, you start seeing these things coming out, and and uh, we've got to put an end to that this year when we when we go to the polls. 
because uh, this is not um, this is only going to get worse, and and we've got to stop it while we have a, the opportunity. Well, well, the you know stakes are hot, and you know, and while the the fire is blazing right now because of what they're doing. We're we're on the brink of war right now with this administration, Jesse. Uh, Eighty yes. five hundred uh, soldiers have been put on ready, you know, standby. Um, you know, so if you have fa- family in the military, you know, you're worried about your loved ones. I have a couple nephews in in the military, and you know, we're we're concerned about them. And uh, and and then what's happening with with the immigration and the gas prices, and 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 now we have to deal with this in, in schools. It's just it's getting to be too much, man. We so we we need to get Catholics out there, uh, boots on the ground, and and get involved in 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 the, your local politics. You know, uh, school boards. We've got to get people out there and and bringing this to attention. And somebody somebody did a good job of of filtering this and and saying, hey, look, this isn't right. Let's let's go after them. And um, thank God, hit them hit them in the pocketbook where it hurts. And Ruben, it's that's what's called again, the principle of subsidiarity that that Catholics have to get involved in their local, local school board, local politics, local city government, and that's what the people did here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went after them uh, in in a court of law. They got a great law firm, the Thomas St. Thomas More Law Society, great Catholic lawyers. Yeah, and the article also says that <clears throat> that as a result of this settlement and this lawsuit, the California authorities they're also going to remove. Uh, the Yoruba religion from the ESMC. So apparently they were also teaching Yoruba, oh boy. which which comes from Africa. Mm-hmm. It was transported over to the Caribbean nations, to Brazil, Colombia, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Guyana, uh, when blacks were exported over there as slaves. And so Yoruba is a West African pagan religion that's been exported to the Caribbean nations. They were also teaching that in uh, the California public schools, along with the Aztec uh, deities as well. So both the Yoruba and the Aztecs, both of them, Ruben, worship demons. These are demons that they worship, and uh, and they were teaching this to our schools. But thanks be to God, there were some alert parents, and they said, what? Not on my watch. Yep. Amen. Amen. So if at all possible, you know, this is a shout-out to to the— to the parents out there, if you can at all, I mean, even if you have to uh, downsize, get your kids out of public school and get them into yeah. private school, homeschooling, um, charter it, school, even. Yeah, yeah. I've been get involved. You have yeah. to get involved. This is not this is not going well. And it's an indoctrination uh, is what they're trying to do to our kids. And, um, you know, they teach them this junk. Uh, there's going to be no, they're not going to be obeying uh, authority. They're, they're going to be running amok and, and there's going to be problems down the road. So, you know, I know sometimes people, they, they, they want to keep up with the Joneses. And so they want the, you know, the nice cars and houses and stuff. And that's fine. But, you know, um, what's more important is, is your children and it's your responsibility. So if, even if it means, you know, um, you know, one one parent coming home, being a stay home mom, and and uh, and and homeschooling their kids, that that would be far more advantageous for you, Ruben. And we say this because we we've reached critical mass right now. We we've reached a time in our culture where, I mean, there evil is so prevalent and so embedded, even in government, that you're right, Ruben. Uh, 
it's it, you, you almost owe it to your family uh, to, to shelter your kids from so much garbage that's being promoted even by our government. Uh, 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 think about this. There's a lot of Catholics that, that go to public school. A lot of them aren't, aren't steeped in their faith. Mm-hmm. They're, maybe, you know, what you call it, maybe low-information Catholics. And so what happens is they don't realize that this is being taught to their kids. We call this mixing of paganism with the Catholic faith. This is called the sin of syncretism. Mm-hmm. Syncretism. And so as Catholics, St. Paul tells us, you know, what does Christ have to do with Belial? Or what does a believer have to do in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? This is Second Corinthians chapter six, fourteen. In other words, what they're u- they're doing is the sin of syncretism, and they're doing it incrementally through the public schools because they know most of these kids are Christian, at least come from a Christian background. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we're we're done with that. We're coming up on a, on a, another break here, and we're going to be talking about a bombshell. Uh, German doctors, they find uh, astonishing impurities in the COVID vaccine. You're not going to want to miss this. Be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 888- Five two six two one five one. Jesus nine one one. We are back. So if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And um, this, we we've got a group of doctors out there in Germany, Jesse. They're uh, probably equivalent to what we know over here as the uh, um, the front American, uh, yeah, American, American frontline, frontline doctors. doctors. Yeah, yeah, they're the German equivalent of that. Yes. Yeah. So they're. They're finding that there's some astonishing impurities in the in the COVID vaccine, and they. If you go to the show page, you can see the video that uh, that lays out everything. It's uh, it's breathtaking. You'll you, make sure you got a seatbelt on because you'll almost fall off your chair, Ruben. And and I've kind of I've suspected this just my common sense, my uh, you know the gift of discernment, whatever you want to call the census today. I've kind of known this for two years. That there's, I mean, I'm not a doctor, neither are you, but I know when a government is so uh, so invested in giving everybody the jab, my my antennas went up right away. I said yeah. they're putting something inside of us. I don't know what it is. Obviously, it's it, they're not going to tell us, but it'll be too late once it's inside your body. And I think these German physicians have done us a big favor. Yeah. You're right, Jesse. Uh, you know, my, my, the hair on the back of my neck was going up as well. <clears throat> you never hear anything coming out of their mouth about uh, how to avoid it. You know, vitamin D, zinc, S, vitamin C, you know, <clears throat> all these things that are going to help. The, the things brain. that work. The yeah. things that work, Ruben. No. They just Ruben, and, and, and let me just mention one thing. This is the way I, I categorize doctors. And this is, but let's, just be, let's just be honest. They've lost a lot of credibility with the American public in the last two years. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Okay? You, you look at what a doctor says to you now these days, you kind of look like cross-sided. You know what I'm saying? But here's the way I parse it out. If the doctor's getting a big fat paycheck from Uncle Sam from the federal government, then I take what he says with a grain of salt. Okay? Yeah. I tend to trust the doctors that are in private practice that have that don't make a living from the government dole 
because they're going to be more objective because they also care for their family, their kids, and their offspring as well. A government doctor is going to tell you what he's paid to tell you. So that's just a kind of a, a rational, common sense way to look at, at the world of medicine today. Mm. I, I read, I don't know if it was in this article or, or somewhere else, that uh, a lot of people in the CDC have uh, have walked away from them because of the uh, the vaccines for children, and um, they don't want to be part of it. So, I read the same thing. Yep. Yeah. The, the article's floating around the internet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so this is a group of German physicians. They they join a chorus of experts who've discovered foreign objects in the coronavirus vaccines in the blood of the vaccinated. Um, and uh, update that this article has been fact checked. The author of the fact check did not address the validity of the findings of the German pathologists. Naturally, naturally, they didn't do that. <clears throat> so German pathologists pre- presented an analysis of the coronavirus vaccine during a shocking press conference in September. A clip of the conference which has been translated exclusively for uh, the RAIR Foundation USA, reveals foreign objects in the vaccine as well as the blood of those who have taken the vaccines. So some of these foreign objects were described as accurately constructed and also, shockingly, worms that were hatched from eggs. Mm. Professor Dr. Arne Burkhard, the live stream press conference, which was organized uh by this uh, germ- this uh, equivalent of the American frontline doctors of Germany, which can be loosely described uh, as, as expected by their remarkable presentation, it was slammed by the German mainstream legacy media. Surprise! Yes, Germany also has their own equivalent of CNN and MSNBC. Okay. Yeah. The event was spearheaded by Professor Dr. Arn Burkhardt, who served. I mean, his his credentials are impressive. As the head of the Institute of Pathology in Rutlingen for 18 years and then worked as a pathologist in private practice, Professor Dr. Walter Lang, who worked as a pathologist at the Hanover Medical School from 68 to 85 before founding a private institute for pathology in Hanover, and Professor Dr. Werner Burkholz, a former professor of electrical engineering with a focus on quality and risk management at Jacobs University in Bremen. Uh, introductions and the presentation was made by Dr. Ut Langer, a physician and a surgeon. You can look at the presentations on, if, if you go to the article, uh, vmpr.org, or my website, jesseromero.com, and you can look at the presentations uh, on the article. But an examination of leftover vaccines from the company, BioNTech Pfizer, revealed, for example, what appears to be an accurately constructed object. The foreign object was one of many which also included literal worms that appeared to have been hatched. As unbelievable as it seems, the German doctors are not the only ones to have discovered foreign objects in the vaccines. Uh, case in point, in August, Japan suspended the Moderna vaccine after foreign materials were found in their coronavirus vaccine. According to Nikkei Asia, the substance was found to react to magnets. As reported at Rare Foundation USA, Japan has been exceptionally transparent with their handling of the coronavirus vaccine while while respecting the autonomy of their citizens. And also, Dr. Carrie Medej, an internist, also discovered foreign objects after studying the the injections, including graphene-like objects and a tentacled moving organism-like creature in the Moderna jab. Wow. And, fur- and further, 
a Twitter thread from October similarly exposes particles called particle aggregations and fiber-like structures, some with branches and a ring-like structure. You can see the pictures on the article. The findings were based on a micro, micro, microscopy analysis of the Pfizer BioNTech coronavirus vaccine sample. According to the anonymous scientist who claims to have been peer-reviewed, published over 100 times in journals such as The Lancet and the New England Journal of Medicine, the analysis was performed with bright field and phase contrast microscopy and applying rigorous scientific and hygiene standards. Ruben, what these doctors are saying is what I've been saying, you've been, you've been saying, uh, Terry's been saying, uh, we've entered into a time where we don't have doctors, we have medical dictators. They've weaponized medicine against us, Ruben, and I don't trust any of these big pharma companies. Yeah, it makes sense. They're trying to when they were trying to uh, first coming out with the vaccine, and they're trying to sell it to us. Um, you know, th- this is this is probably a second batch or, or a third batch or whatever. That now they're able to they people have bought in over half the country. What is it like seventy yeah. percent of the country's been vaccinated? So they've already bought into it, and so now they they can do things. They can tamper with the the, the vaccines and do whatever they want. <clears throat> And uh, because people have already said, okay, well, I, I already gave my consent and I, I, or my assent to to this this vaccine that it works and it and it's uh, it's unfortunate that people are having to put this this junk in their bodies. <clears throat> Ruben, you know what? And 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 I feel bad for a lot of these young people that are you know in the midst of their career, you know, raised in a family, have their first mortgage payment. Uh, I feel bad for them. And, and, and I'll tell you why I think a lot of them basically caved in is because when you hear the bishop and the pope yeah. saying, hey, go ahead, uh, this is an act of charity, go ahead, and, go ahead and get the jab. Well, the average lay Catholic, they're going to say, hey, you know, the pope said it's okay. My bishop said yeah. to go do it. Yeah. It's an act of charity, so I did it. So, Ruben, when a lot of people start dropping dead, more so than are right now, I'm going to lay this, I'm going to lay this at the feet of our bishops and the pope. Mm-hmm. They, sh- they should have never got behind this because again, this is not their this is not their lane of expertise. Right. They, the Pope and the bishops, we all need to stay in our lane. Their lane is faith and morals, not politics and medicine. One hundred percent, Jesse, I agree. Um, this is uh, it goes. The article goes on to say it's not surprising that the media ignores or or fact checks the evidence brought forward by the concerned medical experts. It's up to citizens everywhere to hold the gatekeepers of the information and the media and politicians accountable for demanding transparency. And this German group forwarded their findings to the authorities but did not receive a response. Hmm, go figure. The team has examined four batches of vaccine and passed on the results six weeks ago to the government authorities, the European Medical Agency, and the STICO, the German's Vaccines Committee, and the Paul Ehrlich Institute, German government agency, without any known responses. So in December, the German doctors held a second powerful press conference headlined, quote, Our Product Search. And um, a group of German physicians, they joined the course of experts, and, and uh, I think I, I got this mixed. Okay, go ahead, Jess, take it from there. I got. Yeah, uh, underneath that, underneath that, there's a whole, uh, a whole transcript of a lawyer, of the lawyer Vivian Fisher, and she's, uh, she's, interviewing and asking doctors questions so the rest of the article it it just essentially says that some of the doctors are saying that it it could be a chip they're putting inside 
Some of the doctors are saying uh, it could be nanolipids, uh, these dots of light. Other doctors are saying that it's uh, what's what's inside of people's bodies now through these injections are uh, these structures with sharp edges. Other doctors are saying that these things are extremely long, mm-hmm. uh, and they and uh, and uh, they have they have graphene layers. Uh, some doctors are saying it's a foreign object being put into the body. Uh, some other doctors are saying that the white blood cells are trying to remove the impurities, and it's obviously failing to do so. So this one doctor says, "Yeah, there are impurities that are being injected through these vaccines, and the white blood cells can't remove them." Uh, other doctors are saying that uh, some of these structures look like floating hangers. <laughs> other doctors are are, are saying that uh, this this one doctor said that these impurities. Uh, are, are not are are they're being found not just in Japan, but as also with the Moderna vaccine. A doctor's office in Saxony said that live blood samples from four vaccinated and four unvaccinated people compared and examined, and here we see the vaccine substance from the BioNTech under the microscope. He said approximately after ten hours, worms were hatched, and he says here you see the two eggs. These two worms hatch from these two eggs. Uh, yeah, so the rest of it, Ruben, is just medical testimony. But we'll talk about the jab and the Catholic response to it on the next segment. You're listening to Jesus 911. Stick around. You want to hear more about how to uh, approach this with a Catholic worldview, a Catholic mindset. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, two-man car, Jesse and Ruben, and uh, we're back. Jesse, we had uh, we missed you last week. Uh, you were... You were I, went to, your- I, went, yeah, I went to Florida for four days to do a parish mission. Uh, I spoke every night... Uh, and in the daytime, I was doing interview because that uh, that protesting the satanic conferences kept me kind of busy doing uh, okay. podcasts and interviews throughout the daytime. Uh, then I, I got back home for for a few hours, went back, and I flew over to Kansas. My youngest son Joshua, who's a cop out there in Kansas, he uh, uh, he had his first baby, and he had him baptized. Oh, and okay. So I, I, it, was, I, I, it, it, it was beautiful, you know, just to watch. Saying there, my, there's my grandkid becoming a born-again child of God. I mean, I can just hear God the Father speaking. The heavens opened up. I can just see the Holy Spirit falling upon him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's yeah, so last week I was busy uh, in Florida and in Kansas. And that's Joshua's the one who wrestled out there in Kansas? In yeah, okay. yeah, he just he kind of loved He, he, he just got that. a lot of Yeah, he just liked it out there. He said he, he came to Phoenix for a while after college. He, he huh. got on the Phoenix Police Department, got off training, Worked oh. here for about worked here for about a year. I didn't know he left. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, his wife uh, wanted to move. Uh, they have their network of Catholic friends from college out there. Mm. You know in that area. I mean, like good. I mean, like like. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's funny. I tell my wife. My son Joshua makes me look like a liberal. If you know, I don't want. To, I don't. I don't even want to get into in really? detail. But yeah, I mean, this guy. He he's he's been formed well. 
Wow. Uh, here's all I'll say is my daughter-in-law, uh, uh, Rebecca, uh, they decided they would have a natural birth. They had a midwife. Mm-hmm. My, my, my son says, uh, we're not going to use some hospital and have them inject my wife with all kinds of stuff. He says, we're going to have a natural birth just like people did in the Bible. I looked at him. <laughs> he goes, yeah, dad. He goes, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and as I talked to him, I'm like, wow, this kid, I'm telling you, I almost, I almost blush around him, uh, Ruben, in terms of how he's embraced orthodoxy and conservative thought. Yeah. So I'm proud of him. So, yeah. so uh, Catholic, I mean, I don't know anything about Kansas. It's a pretty, uh, it's a red state. Is it pretty yeah. conservative? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's pretty conservative. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, you know, the suburbs are the, the, I mean, uh, yeah, the rural parts of the country, very conservative. Some of the big cities, obviously, uh, you know, just like yeah. just like Phoenix, just like L.A., right. you have all the lefties moving in there. <clears throat> okay, and he and and he didn't have any problem, obviously, getting on uh, a police department out there. Oh no! As soon as uh, they saw that he went through the Phoenix Academy, uh, went to the the fastest station, which is uh, which is Maryvale, which is like the East L.A. and South Central out here, uh, got off training, worked the year there. In a one-man car, uh, early morning shift, they just mm-hmm. they took him on right away. I mean, immediately. Hmm. And he's also, you know, he's got that wrestling background, so he's uh, you know, he looks good in uniform, and he's also a real gun buff. I mean, I just never didn't realize uh, this guy teaches me all kind. He goes, "Oh, Dad," he goes, "Yeah, this is." Uh, he, he's immersed himself in guns. Wow. And and he's and he's like, uh, yeah. He says, "Yeah, Dad, I, I this is this is." Uh, definitely something that you know like you're fascinated with different things yourself he's real fascinated with guns he's got a whole armament people come over to his house he teaches them how to break them he teaches people how to shoot all kinds of rifles nice you know yeah so uh yeah so i got two gun buffs in my family yeah I, i've never been a gun buff i mean i have some guns but not uh not a big arsenal so yeah i mean either ruben i just got enough to just to drop somebody that's going to come and try to do me harm you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah I, I have a little bit more than that but not you know yeah I, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I don't go out there to uh, the desert and, and, and. Well, remember, they're 30 years younger than us too, Ruben. Yeah, my son, on the other hand, is a gun nut. You know, he has got a, a number of uh, weapons. It's that generation, and you know what? I'm glad. I'm. Yeah. I, I'd rather them be gun yeah. buffs than yeah. than than uh, you know medical marijuana uh, buffs or 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 uh, pornography buffs. I'd rather they spend you know their time doing something productive and teach other young people how to defend themselves and their families. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, Jess, tell us what the Catholic perspective on this vaccine has to be, man. Just... Okay, Ruben. Uh, first of all, I just want to tell people, I know a lot of good Catholics have got the jab. Yeah. Here's what I would do if I were you. I don't have the website in front of me, but it's been floating around out there. There's a website from American Frontlines Doctors of, uh, of a protocol that you should do if you got the jab on how to reverse the effects or, or abolish the effects of the jab. When I find it, I'll put it out. Uh, somebody, about 10 people have sent it to me, and I just can't find it right now. Mm-hmm. But what I would do, Ruben, personally, knowing that all these things are, are tainted with, with uh, aborted fetal stem cells, I would go to confession as a Catholic. I would confess that weakness that I just, just basically, I just caved in against my better judgment, my moral conscience, just basically... Uh, I just got weak and I went and got the, the vaccine, the jab, knowing that they're all made with aborted uh, fetal stem cells. The second thing that I would do, <clears throat> I would do a nine-day novena. I would take my, my rosary and I would ask, I would probably do a nine-day novena to St. Raphael, patron saint of healing. Uh, St. Benedict, he's also the patron saint of healing. Uh, 
I would do a nine-day novena and I would ask the Lord and Our Lady to have mercy on me so that this would not affect me uh, so that I can you know, provide for my family. And at the end of the rosary, the nine-day novena, I would, there's a beautiful prayer to St. Raphael. It's on your iPhone. It's on the internet. It's called Healing Prayer to St. Raphael. It's a very old prayer. I would, again, do a nine-day novena after I've gone to confession and I'd ask Our Lady and St. Raphael uh, to, grant, to grant me the graces not to be affected by the jab, that God would heal my insides from any effects that we've been talking about. And uh, at the end of the rosary, I would do that prayer to St. Raphael. It's a beautiful prayer for healing. It's on your iPhone. It's on the internet. And there's also, what I would probably also do is I would get blessed salt and blessed holy water and I would put it on my food and on my whatever you drink, coffee or tea in the morning for the next nine days. Once you start the nine-day rosary asking Our Lady and St. Raphael for healing from the jab, I would also for nine days use blessed salt and, uh, and holy water as well. And, and God can heal anybody. God uh, is not going to, you know, I get it. You know, people want to keep their job and, 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 you know, concupiscence, human weakness kicks in. But as a Catholic, I do think Jess Romero, my moral conscience tells me that this crosses the line because of the, we know that they're all tainted with embryonic stem cells. And so that's what I would do if I got the jab. I'd go to confession. I would do a nine-day novena uh, to Our Lady and to St. Raphael. Then I would end my rosary praying to St. Raphael for full healing and I would use holy water and bless all for the next nine days and all my meals and all my drinks, asking God specifically as I'm pouring the salted water to heal my insides, to heal all my, uh, my interior you know, uh, bodily organs from any effects from the jab. Ruben? Yeah, Jesse, and and unfortunately, you know, when you go to like, you Google the Catholic position on, on the vaccine, it's going to give you a bunch of stuff that uh, that supports what the what the Pope and the bishops are saying because they're for it, right? They're, there's there's underlying. We've talked about it on the show before, you know, and you could uh, you could see follow the money, yeah, the, the money. So people are going to look at this and they're going to say, oh well, see, look, it it says it's it. We have a moral obligation to uh, protect other people, and and it's our it's our duty to to get these uh, to get the vaccine because you know we're, we're going to be putting people vulnerable people in difficult situations and it's it's there's just no way that you can you can justify this when it comes from uh, aborted fetal cells and um, and that's my bottom line and I don't I don't judge anybody like you said in the beginning I they, I know Catholics I, I have family members uh, and extended family members that have gotten it and uh, I don't look down upon them you know they made their decision based on the information that were given and 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 unfortunately the information that's being put out there by the uh the powers to be are 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 untrue and they're 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 they've got an agenda going on so ruben and and also ultimately even the cdf uh it was under pope benedict said that because they had talked about the issue of vaccines under pope benedict Mm -hmm. The CDF at the time said that ultimately taking a vaccine uh, comes down to every Catholic's personal moral decision. So that's actually the final word from the the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith is that every, although they, you know, 
the powers that be, the popes and bishops say, well, we think it's an act of charity. And again, I think the reason they say that is because they do receive a lot of money uh, from, uh, for example, uh, uh, Bill Gates, George Soros. We know the the uh, U.S. bishops receive a lot of money also from Democrat federal legislation. Right. So you know they want to keep they want to keep the money coming. Just because, be honest with oh, you. Of course. Yeah. But ultimately, the CDF says that this is every every conscience, every Catholic conscience takes primacy. In other words, there's nobody's bound, no lay Catholic is bound to follow any bishop's pronouncements, not even the Bishop of Rome, on something scientific or political because this is outside of their wheelhouse, this outside of their lane. Yeah. And so as a Catholic, again, no one, not even a bishop, can order you to go against your well-formed Catholic conscience. Your conscience, the CDF says, when it comes to the issue of vaccines, it takes primacy. You can hear people's opinions and arguments and say, okay, I got his perspective, I got his perspective, but ultimately it comes down to your to your free will. And uh, again, as, as you've been listening to me for the last two years, I just don't trust the medical community uh, at the present moment right now. They don't have our best interest in mind. You're right, Jesse. I don't either. And Let's tell them this this weekend. It's I'm um, looking forward to it. We're having oh, yeah. a spiritual warfare conference, uh, Pomona, California. I, I will be there. Um, and um, Terry has uh, asked for me to uh, to to head a, a security team to make sure everybody's there to be able to watch it comfortably and without interruption. Um, and uh, it's a sold out event. So if you didn't get a ticket, uh, don't just show up because you're not going to get in. But you can call VNPR and um, and get it, uh, watch it uh, virtually. I don't think it's the virtual thing is going to be live. If I'm not, I think it's going to be uh, two weeks later. If I'm not, no, it'll be on, on Monday. I was told on Monday. Oh, okay. And they'll have it for the rest of their life once they order. They'll have the, those talks for the rest of their life. Very good. And yep. looking forward to hearing uh, Dr. Dan Schneider, Kyle Clement, and of oh, course yeah. Father Chad Ripperger. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jesse's gonna be the MC. Um, are you doing a talk, Jesse? Or no? Nope, I'm just uh, I'm just introducing these three giants on spiritual warfare. Awesome. Okay. Yep. Wrap it up, Jess. Uh, well, uh, up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for these two retired cops for Christ, we are ten seven E O W end of watch. We're out. See We're you out. next time. All right. God bless you. God bless.